Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, in today's episode, I'm going to share for you a story that I don't believe I've ever shared with you before. It's talking about the time I got scammed and how I dealt with it and how I recovered from it. Um, it was a really bad situation where I lost everything, monetarily speaking, but they didn't take away the one thing that mattered. And that one thing is what allowed me to get to the point where I'm at today. Check it out. How did you handle the setback mentally when you lost your manage account due to scammy broker? What was your mindset when you were overcoming that setback? Um, well, first and foremost, it sucked. First and foremost, it sucked. Because again, understand, I, I had just gotten, so again, we're, we're talking about the PFG um, broker situation where PFG was a, an introducing broker, um, meaning that they're like the middleman between you and a bigger broker. And what ended up happening is there, it, it turned out they were stealing money and, and falsifying, cooking the books and all that fun stuff. And everyone lost everything. Like I, I did get some back years later, all the lawsuits and stuff like that, but maybe like 10% of my account, if that, I don't, I don't even know, probably not even that much. I didn't care anymore at the time. Um, but it was tough because I've never been scammed before. Like I, I was fortunate enough in my trading journey where I didn't fall victim to any of like the, hey, give me some money and I'll manage your account or this and that or buy these coins. Crypto wasn't around back then really. Um, so I, none of that stuff was really big for me. So I, I, I thought I had made it. I'm like, hey, I made it through the whole scammy forest of learning how to trade without getting scammed. I actually... You know, I actually banked in getting scammed a couple of times in my trading journey because that's that was the norm back then. Um, so I thought I was in the clear and I, I, I've been trading with them for for years, um, for probably about three, two, three, four years. And, and I loved them, man. Customer service was great. They gave me Christmas presents every year and like little coffee mugs. And I, yeah, it was great. Um, so it was it was tough mentally. Because the news hit me first thing in the morning, um, and uh, shock, I guess, was the first feeling. Shock. Um, oh crap! What do I do? Um, guilt hit me later, and and this is the reason why. If if you'll notice that I never ever recommend broker. I never ever share my broker. Have you guys ever noticed that with me? I know it pisses some of you guys off. I never, ever do it. I will never, ever recommend a broker. I will never, ever tell you. I mean, some of you guys know what broker I use, but I'll never, ever put out there like, hey, guys, yeah, I'm using this person. Because that's something that we did in the past. Just because we, we didn't have any affiliation, we weren't getting paid for them. We just, you know, we thought they were good people. And again, they were good people. Just one bad person. Um so when people would ask us, hey, who are you guys trading with? We'd say, oh, yeah, I'm trading with these people. Hey, customer service, they treat us right, you know, blah, 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 all the things we're looking for. And I got so many angry emails blaming me for them losing their money because not that I recommended them, but they knew that I used them. So traders I work with used them too. And that was probably the hardest, right? I, I didn't really 
I cared about losing my money, but that didn't really hurt um, as much as feeling guilty for the fact that other people lost their money. And I shouldn't feel guilty for it. But just like the story I told you earlier, where um, the, the, the money for the clients I was managing, I reimbursed them all, even though legally I didn't have to. Like, I just I felt bad for them. I felt that guilt. So that was very tough. Now, it was also tough um, because I had just jumped ship from managing money. And for the first time, I was able to I was starting to trade kind of live full time, full time. Now, I just got into coaching as well, which was which was helpful. That was my safety net. And I'm, in hindsight, I'm really glad I did that. I had turned down coaching for two years prior because I had zero interest. And I finally decided to do it because since I was done with managing money, I wanted to have that safety net. I had made a good bit managing money, but nowhere near the amount that I can trade full time and, and live the life that I wanted to. I, I had enough where I would survive, but it wouldn't be like a good lifestyle. It would be um, it, it would be a survival lifestyle. Like I, I would make it, but the main goal would be compounding my account. So I wouldn't want to remove anything and all that fun stuff. But I had just gotten to the point where I had this new freedom. I had a new kind of excitement for trading. Um, managing money sucked all of the life out of me. Like I, I hated trading. Like I hate managing money caused me to hate trading. I don't know if you guys can believe that because I'm, I'm so passionate about it now, but I hated it. Every, if, it, it. It felt like a job. It felt like a job and all I was doing was damage control all day. Like I know our job as traders is to, you know, um, be risk managers, but it, it really felt like I was just coming in, trying to plug in holes every day. Like my main goal was like, how can I keep this client happy? And, and when he calls me eight times a day, making demands and, and but at the same time, do what I'm supposed to do. So getting out from that was was relieving. And I love trading in. I enjoyed it. I still managed the smaller accounts. Those people didn't matter because they, you know, they just said a kill, do what you do. It was the, the big client that was on my case about a lot of stuff. Um, so I was excited. It was like having a new girlfriend. And, and then um, boom. She cheats on you. But so it sucked. And financially, it was a massive setback. Um, let's, let's not pretend about that. Now, I'm smart enough. not I didn't have all my money in that account, but it was the, the majority of it was. Um, but the thing that got me through and, and this, this is this is the most important part of, of trading. And this is one of the reasons I'm so against like signal services and stuff like that. The thing that got me true, through the, the light at the end of the tunnel, the, the thing I kept telling myself, and, and it was in my trading plan, and I read my trading plan every single day, is that, Akil, you are good at the skill of trading. This is a, a positive affirmation. I, I spoke to myself in the mirror every day. I am a good trader, right? And being good at the skill of trading means that I have the ability to extract money from the market, right? That's my, that's, that is my superpower. I can take money from the market. Right? Would you guys agree? If you're a good trader, you have the skill of taking money from the market. That's what I can do. And as long as I have that skill of, of being able to take money from the market, did the fact that I lost money, does that hinder my skill at all? This is how I thought about it. The fact that this shady broker just took all my money, right? That sucks, right? They, they took my material stuff, my possessions. But it didn't take my skill. You didn't take my hands. You didn't take my eyes. You didn't take my mind. 
You took a little bit of my mind for a couple weeks. <laughs> you borrowed my mind and it came back. Um, but you didn't take my skill. And I knew deep down, as long as I have this, that all I have to do is make more money. And you guys know my philosophy, right? Making money is the easiest thing to do. Like making money in general, not necessarily in the market, but making money is the easiest thing to do. I can pick up a job. I can shift around some finances if you have them. If you don't have finances to shift around, you can tighten your financial picture, spend less, save more, and create a bigger picture so when you can put some extra money or earn some extra money and put it into a trading account. Like funding a trading account isn't the hard part. Again, I don't want to make it seem like I know everyone's in a different situation. If you guys are new to me, I didn't come from money. So I, I got it out the mud like everyone else. And I'm not saying it's a preferred way to do, but it, it's when you compare the two, making money versus a skill, right? I'd rather have you take my money than my skill because my skill will allow me to make money in the future. Bigger picture. So that's what kept me afloat. That that was the main thing that was on my mind. I just ha I had confidence. And again, I was I was it was dark. I don't want to make you like I was happy. Like oh, it doesn't matter. Like I was I was pretty pissed off for a very long time. Um, but I also realized there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. And if you know my mindset, I I am I am always focused on the future. So I started putting together plans of okay, well how how are we going to get this ship afloat? First thing first, let's find a new broker. <laughs> let's find a new broker. Let's do some diligent research. Second thing, let's shift some money around so you have enough to kind of get your feet in the game. You're not going to produce a massive amount. You're not going to produce what you were producing before, but you got some skin in the game. You can get the ball rolling. And then let's let's do a deep dive with the finances. Right? We had to, I had to, I had to shift some things around. Money that was supposed to be going towards like vacation funds or longer term investments. Right? I did want to get back into the stock market at the game at, at the time, but money that was going to go towards that, let's shift it around back into the active trading account because now that's a higher priority. So you, 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 you make adjustments, but I had my skill. So as long as I had my skill, I was confident, man. It was just time now. Just, you know, my, my goal may take a little bit longer than I thought it would. My goal of being a millionaire wasn't going to happen in by the age of 30. It's going to take a little longer. Wasn't gonna happen by 30 anyway, <laughs> but that was the goal. So, yeah, it, it was tough, but I think the best thing you can, you can you can ask yourself is this, right? You know, control what you control. Can you do anything about it at this point? Your money's been taken. You got got. Can you do anything about about it? Can you change that? You can't. So, what do you have control over? You have control over your future. You can control how you react. Do I sit there? Do I mope around? And, and I do think a grieving period is necessary. You got to get it out your system. But at some point, you've got to get back on the bike. You've got to say, hey, I'm either going to sit here and blame others and use this as the, as the excuse for why I can't be a good trader and I'm never going to be successful. But it, maybe that makes you feel good, but it, it doesn't put you in a better situation. Or you hop back on, you say, hey, let's get back to work. It's, I'm going to have to start pedaling from scratch up this hill again. But eventually I'll get to the mountaintop, I'll get to where I was before, and I'll get beyond it. It just may take a little bit more time and a little bit more grind. And that's the difference between those who are successful and those who aren't.
Hope you enjoyed that story. Do me a favor, I haven't asked this in a while, but if you get the chance, spend a few minutes to leave this podcast a rating and a review. I love reading the kind words that you guys have to say about the podcast and the stuff we're talking about and how it's impacting your trading. So please take a second to do it, especially on iTunes and uh, Spotify or wherever else you can leave a review at. But I appreciate it in advance. Thank you, and I'll see you for the next episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Take care.